Hello and welcome to the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast. Paul Mitchell here, along with Ben Salagi. Close. <laughs> Salagi. You're close. I, I go either way. I know, I know. It's okay. Dave can't um, say my last name. He just no, I, think, I don't think a lot of any, anybody can. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're probably the closest. Uh, episode, we've reached double digits. Uh-oh. Right? Ten. We're at ten. It seems like so, yesterday we were doing one. So we're at the Seth Laws episode. The Seth Laws episode. Episode of the Livonia Stevenson Hockey <laughs> there you Podcast. Go. He's not going to be a guest today, though. No, Seth has been on the production. Um, and uh, we're back after a very, very big weekend for the Spartans. The Spartans uh, made the ended up making the KLAA Conference Championship game, and that was held this past Saturday, versus Heartland, mm-hmm. and that was out at Heartland. So you know you're going to have a game. Heartland's uh, a tough opponent, and um, a little bit of a, I guess you could call it a matinee game, 4 o'clock start Saturday. That's a, that's a matinee, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but having to go back to their place. I mean, we were out there once already this year, and, um, you know, anytime you got to go on the road, that's a, that, that's a tough job in itself. You know, but going out to Heartland, Heartland's got a great team, and having to play them uh, is tough. But you know what? It's, it's a great accomplishment. I think people got to make sure you take a step back and they say, wow, that's, that's pretty big to make the KLAA Conference Championship game. It is, and, that, and something that, you know, here at Stevenson, it hasn't happened very often. You know, for as much success as this program has had, the ironic thing about that success is that the they haven't had success in its own conference, right? Like the last before last year's conference championship win, last one Stevenson had was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, wow. So like we're talking close to ten years, right? And when you put it into perspective like that, you're, you you think, but wait, really? And you're like, yeah. Even though Stevenson was a state runner up, you know in 16 state champs and, you know, 15, they weren't league champions those years. Yeah. Right? So, like, that's why on the last podcast, I, I, you know, I know that that's Dave's goal. That's the ultimate goal, right, is is winning that state title. That's the everything. But I, and, and maybe it's, maybe it was me to a fault, I want to win my league first. Maybe that just comes from Bo Schembechler's, like, you yeah. know, we want to win the Big Ten title. You know, because that sets you up for other things. If you're doing well in your league, especially a league as tough as the KLAA, and you win a KLAA championship, you're going to be good enough to probably win states or at least compete for states. Exactly, and I think um, that's the thing, too, because you want to see, obviously, the end result. You want that to be, you know, uh, you want to go after that at the end. But it also does help kind of validate how the season has gone and, you know, playing tough opponents and having such a tough schedule and playing in this conference, which I know we've talked about high school hockey's growing. It's, you know, it's growing all over the state, but, you know, this still is one of the top conferences. you got a lot of tough teams, tough schools. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's been one of those things where, you know, you, you see teams kind of getting better and, 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 and anything can happen on any type of given night. And, you know, to make that final game, I think, speaks volumes and it's great to see and and to make it there and then to win it. And that's what they did. They won 
against Heartland. They went up 2 nothing. Yep. Um, Dom Glenn getting his first goal to make it 2 nothing, which was yeah, pretty cool. How do you like that, though, right? Because, like, it was clear 11 got the goal, but they gave it to Jaden Spears in the PA. Yeah, oh, well, like, yeah, I mean... I, like, that, that was so weird. Because that, that, that we mentioned that in the broadcast, like, are our eyes right? Because there was even, like, that beautiful crosser Heartland had from La Sprance to... Uh, God, who got it? It was beautiful. It was, it was from the near side to the far side circle. Yeah, yeah, I and know. And it was that about. goal. But they didn't award the assist to Lesprons. I'm like, how do you not? It was 20. Yeah, I, I'm. You, like, you it know, was 27 the whole I, way. I know, obviously, I mean, I, we know who it was. And, yeah. Um, they got it right on the score sheet, I mean, afterwards. or I, I just think they were having a few issues because they did mispronounce, I think, even a couple penalties. Um, yeah, a couple of penalties were given to I the know, wrong kids, uh, too. You know, and, and uh, time lengths, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit here. Yeah. The five minute they announced as a two, so. Well, they, they first put it up as a two, and then they changed Yeah, it maybe to a they five. were just having some, uh, you know, technical difficulties or they, uh, with the. I'm just glad I'm not the only one. I'm glad <laughs> no, that you no. said Dominic Glenn. That was, that was clear as day, clear yes, as day. It was. Dominic Glenn in front of the net. And he buried his – and what a time to get your first goal in a KLAA championship game. I mean, that's yeah. outstanding. And kudos to him because he, he's a guy that, you know, first-year guy that's just been getting better and better and really grinding. Has. And, I mean, he's been relentless. And it's so awesome to see that pay off and to see him get rewarded um, with a huge, huge, huge goal. I mean, what a way to get your first goal and have it that, you know – that and, and beating a good goaltender through the five hole, right? I yeah. mean that that doesn't happen. I mean Brett Toby doesn't give you the five hole very often, and if he does, he closes that really, really fast. He almost baits you with it at times before he goes into the butterfly. And yeah, Dom was another example of heart of just how hard work will pay off. Because <coughs> in the MIHL showcase, we talked about this. Uh, Dylan Dasky, same thing. Fired a shot, set up a yeah. rebound, and. You know, Suze puts it in, and he get you know he gets it on the score sheet. You know, and we've had a couple of opportunities in, in big games where Stephen McDonald got his first goal in, in, a, in a big game. I think it was um, the first one he got was in the uh, Thanksgiving yeah, tournament, Cranbrook. and then the and then yeah, and then he uh, he had a lull, and then he helped spark the flames in in the UP trip. So you have moments like that, guys that are first year players that that work insanely hard. To get that opportunity, because scoring opportunities don't happen very often, no. and and that's why I gave Dom a, a star at the end of the game because you, you see these kids night in and night out, day in and day out, work as hard as they do, and when you don't show up on a stat sheet, people can be like, "Oh, well, we don't know how good this kid is." Well, no, bull hockey, like that's oh yeah, like I mean, you see it like with. A lot of players on this team. That's why I'm so proud of this team and what they did. Because people are going to say, well, you guys won 14 straight. What are you talking about? Peaks and valleys of a season. There was there was valleys in this season. And guys still, no matter what, worked hard, got through. And that's why this team is so good. It's because every guy on every line, on every shift, whether they have the puck or not, they get better. They work yeah. for their opportunities. They use the space. And that also goes to coaching, right? That, that goes to Dave. That goes to Jay, that goes to, you know, Kyle, goes to Brett, and the job that they do in practice. <coughs> no question. But, but it also goes to the kids that work very, very hard. So that's why this that's why this year in particular, last year was special, just because, you know, 
guys like uh, Kevin Stefanik getting injured in the championship game. Guys like Julian who couldn't Got play in the championship game, right? Yeah. And you know, guys like that who who really wanted to be there and couldn't be there. So last year's championship was special in that regard. But I, that's why I think like this year is also if you if you don't juxtaposition both back to back years, this year is also incredibly special. And I, and I am I'm proud of all the hard work that these guys put into it. A guy like you know, Hillebrand getting two goals yeah. in, in a championship game. Like, who would have thought that, too? But he stepped up in big games. He stepped up last year in big games, too. So, like, just seeing the names that we're not used to seeing on that score sheet lead this team is what makes this team so special. No question. And um, I think that's just, again, a, a, a you know, a product of buying in, you know, to the process and to, yeah. to what is put out for them. And I think they see that if they do buy in and they they trust the process, that it can pay off. And, I mean, it paid off uh, huge this weekend. You know, Spartans, uh, with Glenn getting his first goal, go up 2-0. Um, Heartland, they did tie it, though. Yeah, they battled. And then um, you knew it was going to be a game. I mean, that was the thing. Um, but then um, it was 3-0. Uh, that, was, that was Hilly, right? Hilly got the third or was it Hunt? No, Hilly got the f- the goal that made it five. Hunt's right. Had a big uh, goal. Hildebrand scored the first, then Dominic H- Glenn. Hunt made, Hunt made it four to four to two. Adam made it uh three to two. Gotcha. And then um what uh what did hurt Hartland, they did I'm getting a five minute yeah. um minute penalty. Um so the Spartans were able to capitalize on that. And they they, they made him pay. And you know what? It was um it was something where you know you get an opportunity like that, you got to make sure you go after it because uh, it, it could, you know it was able to, it was a tight game and they yeah. were able to, to to spread themselves out with a little bit and then ultimately Hillebrand getting the uh, the empty netter at the one hundred twenty five foot oh he let it go and, and they, I mean it's a great play you yeah. know, you always, you're always you see guys in the in the zone you know when they when they're um, down a guy and. You know, at some point, it's it's just like, you know, people go, well, shoot it at the, you know, obviously uh, the result is you don't make it. It's an icing. Right. But you know what? Um, it was really cool to see him just, it looks like, he, you know, he saw he had an opportunity and he let it go. And that was kind of a high shot, too. That was up there. Yeah. It wasn't a low shot and he let it go and he well, buried no, it. Well, no, he intercepted a, a perfect crossing pass, looked up ice, and he saw a cage. That's all he saw. He's like, okay, well, <laughs> let's rip it. And he, yeah. did, and he gets it. So I mean, that, that was uh, the game sealer, and that you know that that uh, propelled the Spartans there to to win the uh, KLA title, which, let's, which let's is pretty sweet. Let's not forget either. In the third period, there was a scary moment. Eric Polson gets hurt, gets crashed into in the net. Yeah, was down for at least a good <coughs> solid. And, and he got he got hit pretty good. I mean that. Yeah. It, um, Kind of, you know, I don't. I, I, I was wondering if they were going to call a penalty on that. I, I didn't know, um, but you know, it, it, it that, that was a scary moment, and, and it was great to see him get himself composed, shake it off, and, and get right back in, and uh, you know, get the W. And at that time, it was two-two. Game could have gone anywhere, yeah. right? And he did. He was able to shake it off, and just like the month that he's had has been incredible. I. I we mentioned it on on the broadcast. I don't know if you guys had a chance to check it out, um, but I think one player too that's had probably the weirdest month on this team is Austin Adamant. You know, 
he's a kid. It, I mean, we've, we've talked about him before. He works hard, cares about his team, you know, wore the C on his chest with pride. But sometimes he had uh, undisciplined penalties. You know, it hurt in the country day game. You know, it, it hurt, uh, you know, a couple of times throughout the season. And unfortunately, you know, he doesn't wear the C anymore, but he's still in his head as a captain, which is why it's great with that five-minute major because it was on a hit on him. He gets an opportunity, like he did in the MIHL showcase, to lead this team. You know, he started off that game against Trenton, against a rival, with two goals. So what does he do? The game's tied 2-2. He gets his mind right, and he gets that big 3-2 goal, right? And he gets that, you know, he puts the team back on his back and says, guys, no, it's okay. Like, let's do this. And, that, and, that, and when you look at the month that he had, it's not an easy month for any high school kid by any stretch of the imagination because you go through the reins of emotions, you know, you go through, and I, without talking to him, I can only imagine he probably doubted himself a little bit, doubted his abilities, maybe doubted, you know, in his own teammates believing in him, you know, coaches believed in him, but he always works hard. He always tries to get better because he does. He cares about the double blue and white, and you can see that, like, on a day-in and day-out basis. And then what he did to get that three-two goal was special. Yeah. Like it was, it was just, it was special. It was, it was at a monumental point in the game, and because again, that five-minute hit was on him. That head contact was on him on the on the uh, uh, defensive side, on on the far side half wall. So, you know, the way he just steps up, the way he still continues to lead. Um, you know, well, I think that's the thing too. I mean, it's just incredible. It it just shows that that kid is relentless, and um, has shown he can he can do it. You know, at any time of the game. And I mean, it, that that's twice now for him for Hart. You know what I mean? He, yeah. He, he got the game winner uh, in the last Heartland. Yes, he did. In the first Heartland game, I should say, and then to come up huge um, in this 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 game here. I mean, just speaks volume of of, mm-hmm. of his character and. And what, how valuable, and, and what he really means to this team. Well, um, and and you know, like again, we've mentioned and we've talked. I mean, he's somewhere there that um, there's not many kids, let alone people, where they get asked to to do certain jobs or they get asked to do. You know, people get complacent in their own. Yeah. Oh, I'm a forward. That's what I do. This kid has been. You know what? I'll play anywhere, wherever, wherever I'm gonna be able to help this team. Um, that's where he's been, and that just says not only obviously an immense about his hockey ability, but his personality as well. Just what a great person, um, you know, uh, that he is to be able to do that because that's hard to do, and not, there's not a lot of kids or like you know people that would want to do that or be comfortable doing that. So, well, right, and that's why you know he did. He wore the C, right, because he was he was selfless. Because coach said, "Hey, we we need a guy on defense. Can that be you?" And without without blinking, yes, put me back there. And he played defense exceptionally well the first half of the season, and he really helped stabilize his brother Aiden. He helped stabilize, you which know, to, not to cut, but a first year defenseman as well. well I mean right. that that just I think it shows. I think both of them, and you know the willingness to take on an opportunity. And then to kind of run with mm-hmm. it, yeah. And we we've seen that before here at Stevenson because we've seen um, you go back to our state title team, a uh, guy by the name of Ray Chartier yeah. was a forward, 
I know Dave put him back at D and said, I really think, you know, and guy goes on to have an incredible season, game one and goal in the state, you know, championship game. Yeah. And you get someone like Nick Beers, who was on a couple state finalist team where he was a defenseman, but man, he, we, Dave saw that he could play forward, moved him up to forward, and, you know, he's playing at Grand Valley State now right. as a forward. So I think that just speaks volumes of these, these kids' trust. And Dave in the process in um, you know trusting that they will be put in the right positions because these guys have been around they know they, they can tell you know I think that's something where they excel at too the coaches where they can see and they can tell you know you're, you're gonna benefit here you're gonna benefit by doing this they're never ever gonna put anyone in a position where it won't help them or benefit them yeah but that's still again you know like all those players that you mentioned same thing, you know, with Austin. It takes belief in yourself too, right? Yeah. Like coaches say, yeah, you can do this, but you have to commit mentally. You have to commit physically. You have to commit to a different routine. And he did. And, you know, again, he was a huge stabilizing force in the beginning half of the season because not, not a lot of people, <coughs> including some people in this room, didn't know how good this team could be, you know, at the beginning of the year. Obviously, people think, well, it's Stevenson hockey. They're going to be okay. Sure, going to be okay, yeah. But we still have questions to answer. He helped answer a lot of those questions by leading off with a great topic sentence of, yes, I can be your defenseman. I can do this. Yeah. Let me lead the team. Let me do this. And, and, that, and, and doing it well, too. That, sure. that was the other thing. And, and, and that's huge because, and not to talk about four, but he – he, you know, he got he made the team uh, as a sophomore, yep. and he has done exactly what the kids we have mentioned yeah. that have played here have done. It's it's a culture that Dave created where these kids come in and they see these older guys and they do literally set the tone. And it's even to the point now though where you have some younger kids though, and it's not that they're overstepping their boundaries or anything like that, but they're they're right where these old you know what I mean they're they're leading each other yeah by example or by their their pace in practice or by how they act you know off the ice so it's yeah. just it's 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 a great it was a great win because that's the thing too I don't think people listening or I don't think people I think Ben you you can see now because you, you're you're in behind the scenes but I don't think people know or will ever know how much work that these coaches and these players really put in, and to be to, to be at a level where they're at, um, on the ice, off the ice. I mean, you know, in the community, to what they do is a lot of work, and and it's it's you know, it, a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people don't, but they're starting to, right? And the funny thing is, I'll start with a couple of years ago with Brighton just talking about hard work, right? Kind of giving the idea of how much work really goes into it. Up to about, I want to say, four years ago, Brighton never did spring or summer conditioning. They just did a, hey, you know, a couple, uh, you know, a couple of weeks before or maybe a month before the season, we'll do conditioning, we'll be fine. And everyone's probably hearing this be like, that's nuts. No, it's true. But then finally, one off season. Um, players went to, to Paul and 
said, hey, let's, con let's condition let, let, let's condition in, in the spring for a change. We want to do it. And he said, wait, what? And go, they go, we're all committed. All the players said, we're all committed. So they did. They went through spring and summer. They went through fall. And, of course, in winter. And they won a state title from it. Now, as you're saying, that, pay, that pays and it, off and everyone, dividends. And everyone immediately was just like, yep, we're doing this from here on out. So, like, the hard work, though, as you were talking about, a lot of teams are doing that, right, because they're realizing the benefit to it. And it's not sports specialization at all. I mean, there's a lot of kids that still play other sports. You look at Easton Schlatterbeck, you know, very good golfer. And people are going to be like, that's not a sport, but no, it is. It takes a lot of hand-eye sure. coordination. Takes some, Connor Jakaki yep. he's a golfer as well. You know, so, you know, they still have time, you know, to pursue other loves within athletics, and they do, and they do a good job. And – but then they, you know, they do, they recommit. And a lot of teams around the state are doing this. Teams like Fenton Linden are doing it as well. You know, they're, um, well, Coach Marchant was saying that he was, you know, he's taken the team to, you know, do this uh, conditioning with Coach Gadwood's team in Heartland. So, like, a lot of teams, not just the elite teams, because the elite teams do it to a different gear, but a lot of teams are starting to do this. And that's what I'm. That's what my point is. Everyone's starting to do it, but can you do it and stick with it at a high level? Can you do that? And teams, and all the kids here, the 26 kids at Stevenson do it on a day in and day out basis. Follow dietary restrictions when, for a high school kid, that's really hard to do, but they do it because they believe in a process. They believe in what the results can bring. You know and you know, you see that not only here, you do see it at other places, but the elite places, the names we always hear of, you know, the Heartlands, the Stevensons, the Brightons, the Catholic Centrals, the Brother Rices, the Cranbrooks, what do they all have in common? They work hard 365 days a year, all of them, but they do it at a high elite level. Yeah. And the thing is, to do it here at a public school is what really makes it exceptional. Is because you have kids here at a public school who maybe, you know, had some other opportunities or whatnot. They buy in. And that's what makes it special. Like, here's what makes it special at a place like Brighton. It's because it's harder at a public school. And that's the character and the hard work and the blue-collar uh, effort that these kids put in at Stevenson is that they do this and do this at a championship level. And, it, and they know what the summit's like. And they want to <coughs> make that climb every single year to get to the top, and it's amazing. It really is truly amazing. And yet, I, and that's just me seeing it with the other programs I, I, I mentioned. That's from an outside perspective. I'm fortunate enough here. I get to see it on the inside. I get to see it on the inside out. And it is. It's truly amazing how much hard work and dedication these kids put into it. Even on road trips, these kids still find ways to train when they, sh you know, when they could easily be goofing off. But no, they're with Doc doing yoga for an hour. You know, they're staying limber. They're staying mentally ready because they know that, yeah, this is a great experience going on a road trip. Not a lot of teams get to do that. But they also see it as a business opportunity, and they don't get lost in that. That's what I'm saying, like the elite level of doing it. These kids are doing it. And seeing it from the inside out is incredible. And, yeah, so well, yeah, and, and, point, and yeah. No, it's, it's a great – 
great. I know I'm ranting. Break, no, no, like, it's, it's a great is... breakdown of how it is, though, and and it has become not just with hockey. No, I think with with all sports, um, it's become a year thing, and and my I look at it like this. I think it's a good thing in the sense that. You know, people may have an argue or whatever, and they say, well, kids need a... Yes, you know, you get your breaks here and there, but it's also, it helps, you know, keeps these kids, you know, improving, progressing, getting better. Mm -hmm. But not only just on the ice things, it helps kids do well with structure. People, I do, you do good with structure. Excuse me, when you can have structure... Structure, routine, whatever you want to call it. Yes, when you can have structure and routine in your life... That's great, and when you can, you know, continue your 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 um your habits and your work ethic outside of the season, that just makes things better. And I go back to a um a quote. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't verbatim it, but I saw an interview with Mike Babcock. I love watching interviews with Mike Babcock because the guy's one of the, he is the greatest coach in hockey right now. I think that's my opinion. Um, but it goes hand in hand with what Dave does here. And what I mean by this is they asked Babcock, they said, and this is when they first got Austin Matthews and they yeah. had Mitch Marner and you know, Neil Andrew, all these young kids. And a reporter goes, you know, Hey coach, uh, you know, how do you, how do you manage, you know, to te- you know, coach these young, these young men, you know, what, what, what is it? How do you get them to buy in basically that type of question? And Babcock's answer was not an answer you would hear from just any other coach. I mean, he basically said, you know how we do it? He goes, we preach to them how important their life is off the ice and about making sure that they have everything in order. Is your diet good? Is your home life good? Is, is, you, you know, is your mental health good? I mean, these are all things that he said. He goes, because all that, once you have all those things in check, he goes, then you can come to the rink and all that stuff falls in order. And I think that holds true because that's what Dave's done here. That's why I think you see these kids involved with things in the community and yeah. making sure. I can't tell you how many times we go to a rink on the road and we leave and the rink attendant or person at the rink says, wow, you guys left the room cleaner than when you got here. I mean, it just, and it shows. And I think, Hotel staff says the same thing. Oh, yeah. You, and, like you would think a hotel full of 26, 17, 16, 18-year-old kids would be rowdy, obnoxious, and they say, you guys are the most polite yeah. team that we've had, you know, and again, they didn't make a mess. And, and not, to, I don't know if you know this, that uh, tubing place we went to, yeah. first time ever this year, um, you know, they, they contacted Dave shortly after, after we were up there, and, and then they said, man, they said, we've had a bunch of teenage boys up here before, but by far, you guys were the most polite, you guys were thrilled, please come back, Yep. you know, so, I mean, those are the things... <clears throat> And now I'm ranting, but those are the things, right? I've ranted I think twice. This is your first one. Those it's are the okay. things that I, I, I've watched and I see that, that do translate because it's like that take hockey out of the mix. If you can get your home life in order, if you can get, if you can get your mental health in order, which is tough. I mean, we all, you know, it, it's tough to do, but if you can at least work at things to make things better, then your job may not be so crappy. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all go to jobs, we don't, but if you can... Because then if you don't, the things just add up and they add up and they become more stress, more stress, more stress, more stress. And then by the time you get on the ice or you get on the field or you get on the court, yeah. whatever you're doing, you know, I think that's why 
you know, you look at these pros, and I know they're pros, but are even collegiate athletes. I mean, they're dialed in. You know, they're dedicated. They're mm -hmm. they're committed, and they're committed away from the field of play. So, you know, it just it, it speaks volumes because again, it, these kids when they come into the program, those are the things that they learn. And the kids that are here before them, you know, they know these things and they've learned these ways and that gets passed on. And that's that's with mm -hmm. with a lot of places. I mean it's with workplaces, it's with anything. And I think that's why though I think that's why though you can look at that as being successful when you can have these young men you know, being responsible and being good people, I think um, you're doing something good. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. All right, moving along, it's that time of the podcast in which we'd like to bring on head coach David Mitchell. Uh, coach, welcome to the podcast. And first off, congratulations on a big win this past Saturday. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Uh, our, our guys played well. It was uh, a hard-fought game, so, uh, you know, pretty happy with the outcome and uh, Thanks. Appreciate it. What challenges uh, are there that, you know, going to a rival's rank for a championship game, what, what challenges arise in that type of scenario? Uh, man, I, I don't think any anything – I mean, the, the obvious ones, I would say. The obvious ones of having to play in their barn, their student section, their their thing. But, but I think as both of you guys know, like, the, this team is – and this program and our culture is such that um, we, we do our best to approach every single game uh, the same. Uh, I guess uh, you, do, you do try to, you know, you do at least acknowledge the fact you're on the road and, and try, to think, try to keep things simpler at the beginning and, and, and keep it a little simpler and, and, and talk about that. But the way we are, we, we say that at home because you know the, the way our atmospheres are at home on the road. They're, they're uh, for the majority of the places we play. They're really good high school hockey atmospheres. So, you know, our guys are going to know whether it's on the road playing in, in a you know quote unquote hostile environment or an environment where you know we're getting the support. You know, both those bring pressure. Both those bring an added element to the game. So, to me, it's 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 the old. Gosh, it's it's the old. You know Tiger Woods theory of you know if I'm gonna address a ball I'm gonna address it the same way every time if I'm gonna you know play a certain shot I'm gonna play it the same way every time and then where things become habitual and instinctual and so you know there there are challenges um, but I think for us the the real challenge lies in playing um, you know an opponent like Heartland uh, wherever we're playing them because they're so hard to play against they're so heavy to play against that uh, you know you you can't make any we made a couple small mistakes and they led to two goals again. So, um, you know, that, that is more the challenge to us and to what we try to do as opposed to the location of the game, I'd say. Um, that's, to, to be able to win a conference like the KLAA, KLAA I mean, that's huge. Uh, there's a lot of quality programs. It's, it's become one of the top program, or excuse me, conferences in the league. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately, you're, you're looking for, for the, uh, you know, a title at the end, but I mean, this speaks volumes of, of how the year has gone and, and from where this team has come. You know, early on in my career and, and when I first started doing this, I, I don't want to say I didn't emphasize a conference title, but 
You're right. We always looked at the end of the road in the state title. And, and a couple of years back, I had a good friend of mine and a great colleague of mine, one of the, the, the better coaches uh, that I've learned from, I would say, and Joe Ford. Um, kind of, you know, he spent 10 years at Michigan State and kind of, you know, opened my eyes that uh, a conference title shows the, the whole, you know, like the whole... Um, the, yeah, the, see, the whole season's work, the, the yeah. whole body of the work. whole body of work. Yeah. Thank you, the whole body yeah. of work. Um, you know, as opposed to just a couple week run. He said, you know, people don't see that, and and um, you know, gosh, now I, that we went undefeated this year in conference play, and that's probably the first time since I've been here that that we've done that, where we we ran the table, and to do that in a conference like the KLAA. Like that's that's impressive. Like that that shows that's a testament to the kids and to you know to the the coaching staff and to the work that these guys put in. So um, you know I've kind of changed my tune a little bit on that. Where you know it's not necessarily focused at the beginning to win one, but we realize if we go out every day and do what we're what we're capable of doing and and, and attack each game and each day with with in the same you know gusto every you know and energy and enthusiasm every day out that we'll give ourselves opportunities to do that. And our guys earned the right to play in that game. And then, you know, I, I think they they did enough to earn a victory. So um, it's it was a big uh, a big day for us, a big night for the program, and, and, and we're, we're thrilled about it. Every team is different year to year. That goes without saying. Team 48 uh, won a league title. Team 49 does the exact same thing. What do you like about Team 49? Um, not to you know compare the two, but what do you like about this year's team? No, and I, I know we don't want to compare, and, and and I'm not big on comparing, but but I think the differences with this team, um, I, I will say it's balance. Um, we seem to be balanced from from you know every, every which way. We have multiple guys that can do multiple things at multiple times that we. We have, you know, young guys, old guys, guys in the middle, guys that, you know, we freshmen, we freshmen, you know, sophomores, juniors, and seniors all contributing this year. Um, you know, you look at our, our scoring sheets and our score sheets that it's literally, it's one of those um, things that make you feel real good about this, you know, playing this time of year. And, and I just, you know, just heard Izzo say it, that, you know, at the end of the year, you hope that you're, you know, you're in a situation where you'll be able to compete for a championship. Like, you guys heard me say it a hundred times. I don't know what will happen. I, I know that we're going to have a very tough road. We'll have a very tough opening round game, and, and it could, you know, we're going to give it everything we got starting with that game, and who knows what will happen. But I know that, you know, I, I like the way our team is playing. I like the way we're set up. I like the, the balance that this team has been able to achieve. You know, not to say last year's team wasn't balanced, but it seems like last year uh, and years prior that teams could key on one guy and key on, you know, a couple guys here and, you know, we'd have to have, you know, a couple of guys log a lot of ice to, to be effective. And, and, and this year's team, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that right now. I see that we're, we're pretty balanced, you know, up and down the lineup. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be looking to improve and to grow, you know, with, with practice today and tomorrow as always. But um, I, I think balance is the key word when, when you, you know, you ask that question. That's, that's my simplest answer. That's fair. I mean, Wednesday is going to be senior night, uh, but with balance, you know, you as you said, you've gotten some key contributions from freshmen, a group that I call the super sophomores have stepped up huge for this team. 
What do you like, though, about this year's senior class? Um, it, it, it almost goes with every senior class, but this year especially, and last year's, I mean, the buy-in. The, they, they, you know, they're all in. They are, they are in on the culture. They are part of the culture. They've helped evolve the culture. They, they've, you know, whether it's the, the conference title you mentioned or going up to Houghton and Hancock and, and showing well or to Traverse City and showing well, um, you know, winning at the, the KLA showcase this year, um, the buy-in. I mean, they really, really exemplify both on and off the ice, I think, what Stevenson Hockey is trying to do from, you know, from, from all of our seniors, our forwards, defensemen, and our goalie, all that have been with us for either one, two, or three years. Um, they have, you know, the, the ultimate thing of which I really like is, is if you've seen from where they came from and that their growth, um, you know, collectively as a group, but more importantly, I think individually as, as people, as players, as, as community members, as school community members, it's really been outstanding. So, um, you know, kudos to them, but their, their growth and their buy-in and, and, and their commitment to this has been outstanding, and, and we can't thank them enough. And, and with that being said, uh, that will be this Wednesday. That'll be senior night, and that's we'll be at home, and that's against De La Salle. And then uh, you guys are going to wrap things up with a makeup game on Friday, and that'll be at Edgar against Howell. And that was a game that was due earlier this season, but it canceled uh, as some things were due to uh, some weather conditions. So it looks like that's going to wrap up uh, the week here uh, for you guys as far as uh, regular season game-wise, correct? Yeah, those are the last two. Um, you know, we're obviously focused right now on, on practice tomorrow and De La Salle on Wednesday, knowing that they're going to come in um, and, 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 you know, bring the house. And, um, you know, very, very strong hockey club, well coached there by, by Coach Clark. And, and to come in, they're really good on, you know, have some firepower up front and then Miscavige on the back end. So we'll have a work cut out for us. And, you know, it goes, you know, we talked about earlier the challenge of playing on the road. It's also a challenge on playing a senior night because of the emotions and, and you know, as much as, you know, you, you ask that everybody stays in the moment, it's very hard on a night like senior night not to look back and not to, you know, look back on all the memories that have been made, but also look to the future and, you know, what, what, what is coming for those guys, what, what, will, what will be and what will not be, you know, the next year. They, they won't be in a Stevenson jersey. They'll be elsewhere, whether it's hockey or academics or a, a schooling or a job or whatever the case may be. You know, our guys, you know, we're going to make sure they, they continue to go forward and, and, and do the best job they can. So it's hard not to look back and not to look forward. So that's the challenges of senior night. Uh, of making sure that we stay in the moment, stay in the present, because if we don't, uh, you know, we're going to have our hands full with the cell. And if we don't, uh, it could, you know, it, it would not be bode well for us. Okay, well, Coach, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, best of luck this Wednesday. Um, first off, congratulations again on Saturday. Great win, but best of luck this Wednesday on senior night and then wrapping things out on Friday and then on to the next week. So uh, best of luck there. Thanks, Paul, and thanks, Ben. Again, appreciate everything you guys do as always. Uh, you know, just a message and a, and a quick shout out, obviously, to you not just our seniors here on senior night and, and senior week and celebrating what those guys have done, but uh, especially to the senior, the families as well, and and the parents and, and siblings and and you know aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, like friends, the family, anybody that's come out to. Um, there, you know, we know 
Um, and it's op often a thankless job to be a supporter, you know, a parent and, and, and help those guys. And so we really appreciate all that, that you guys do. We, we know, we see it, we see the support, and we, we really see it in the quality of individuals that we have as a senior class, um, that they've all been, you know, very well uh, raised and, and, and are just very high character kids. So, you know, we really appreciate all the senior families and, and, and friends and families and extended families for, for what they've done and sharing their kids with us. And, you know, uh, we'll be excited to celebrate that on Wednesday. And uh, hopefully we'll follow that up with a good effort. So appreciate everything. And as always, go Spartans. There he is, head coach David Mitchell, as he joins us each and every time here on the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast. Okay, now it's time for the portion of the podcast in which we'd like to bring in a current player. And for today's episode, we have senior defenseman number four, Stephen McDonald. Stephen Hi. McDonald, welcome to the podcast. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. I got to start with the Go, Ben, you, oh, well, hey, I'll say it. You know what? First <laughs> off, you know what? It's awesome to have you because you come from you come from a line of Stevenson defensemen. You're two older brothers, and um, it's it's pretty cool uh, that we got you uh, on the on the team. And, um, yeah, you're older brothers, um, and you're taking right after them, right? Uh, were you originally a defenseman, or, or yeah. is that something you just kind of followed them, or was that something you chose yeah. on your own, or? Yeah, I've always, uh, I've always played defense. I mean, both my older brothers have set a good example for me, so I just kind of follow in their footsteps a little bit. Well, those are those are some good step uh, foots footsteps to follow. There you go. Those are some good footsteps to follow. What do you like about playing defense? Uh, I mean, it's really fun. Uh, I like to shut other kids down, and then I jump in the play and add a little offense when I get the opportunity. That's fair. I like That's that. That's a great, L- great answer. Way of thinking. Exactly, because you don't want to hear one defenseman just go, I just like to play D, or the other one just go, I just like to rush the puck. I mean, you want to be able to do both. Absolutely. Uh, well, Wednesday night's going to be senior night. You obviously are a senior. What uh, has been being in this program meant to you as a senior, Steve? Uh, I mean, it's just everybody's so dedicated. I mean, it's such such a great experience and so involved. You always spending time with the boys during the week and just growing and getting better. Nice. That's a good answer. Great answer. What are some of the questions that, uh, for people that won't be at Eddie Egger, that you had to answer in preparation for senior night? Like, is it like, you know, what's your favorite subject? What what, what, what were some of the uh, uh, answer packets that you had to give for the presentation on Wednesday? Uh, just a little bit about kind of mostly your experience with the team. Like, uh, we had to give one word to describe what our experience has been like, uh, your best hockey memory with the team, and Stuff along those lines. What is your best memory of the team? <laughs> I was going to say, for those maybe news. not in attendance. And, uh, I think the answer I gave was winning the Cranbrook tournament. That was a lot of fun. was a lot of fun. We mentioned that earlier in the podcast, so I'm glad that you brought that up. We did. Because uh, you, you welcomed everyone uh, to the world of Stephen McDonald by getting a goal in that tournament. And, yeah, it was right. I mean, great. Great uh, and, and great win. I mean, that you know, to go to that tournament. That's not an easy task to do. No. Um, so that was a, that was a great accomplishment. Yeah. What's your favorite memory though of like the season? Because you guys have had some good experiences. You guys, you know, gone tubing. You guys have gone to the UP. Uh, anything kind of sticks out from like the totality of the season outside of just you know the playing in, in the Cranbrook tournament? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the the ride up to uh, Houghton and Hancock and UP was a lot of fun. I mean, there's just so much. There's a lot of history there, and yeah. the ride up. Your first time there. going there? Yeah, I've never been up there before, so that was cool. That was pretty cool, eh? Cold rink though, huh? It was a cold barn. Yeah, it was. It was like playing outside. It was. Over. Man, you yeah, that that was that was a cold one. D Stadium, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Used to be stuff. called the Amphibodrome. <coughs> yep. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oldest rink. Uh, Which is a nautical around. term. I looked it up, for, and if you want to go back to the broadcast, you'll hear the explanation of what the amphibodromic point is for waves cresting on. Yeah, no uh, clue. Any, the, any clue there? <laughs> Mac, right? That's they, they <laughs> go by <laughs> Mac, right? That's, that's, is that the nickname? Yeah, that's what they call me. Around that's right. Here. We call him Mac. Love yeah. it. I got. Well, okay. This is the the cliche hockey question we ask everyone. But you're a defenseman. Is there anyone in the NHL? that you watch and you try to emulate or you take things, whether it's a defenseman or a forward or, or whatever. I mean, is there anyone that you key in on and you're like, or a favorite player or, you know, anybody in particular? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, every night when I'm available, I can watch the wings. It's, I mean, all those guys, especially the best like Cronwall and, uh, you know, Jensen's been around for a little bit. He's played a lot of hockey. And then, I mean, my favorite player around the league just to watch is uh, Victor Hedman. He's oh. a big guy and he can skate and move the puck well. And he's, he's a great, he's really great defenseman. He's a great big guy too, as you said. He's a guy that can utilize his size size real well. And yeah, that, that's that's a great D to, D man to follow. He's 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 a great and they're wow, they're rolling too, Tampa Bay too. So and he's a big reason for that. Yeah, he's just I mean he's so skilled and he's so smart. He's a great player. Oh, so I have to come up with a question off the top of my head. Okay, so you caught me. <laughs> We're just rolling here. Mac, it's your first time, and as, as you can see here, uh, I know many may believe that, you know, we have everything scripted and, and written out here in the, Not the, the, case. Uh, in the studio, um, but uh, we, we fly off the cup, so you're well, doing great so far. I, I, Thank well, you, Mac. Really easy question. What's your favorite subject in school? Uh... Actually, like not Spanish wait, not not. What were you doing just now? Because I saw that, and that looked like a lot of hard stuff to know. Yeah, that's calculus. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff I don't know. All I know, I thought calculus was a class about calculating and with calculators, and that's not the case. Uh, I wish that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, looked very hard. What uh, schools are you looking at? Maybe attending next year, or you thinking maybe? You know, play hockey a little bit more, you know, go the junior route, then, then go to college. What's the uh, plans after this year? Uh, I mean, hopefully I'll get a chance to play junior somewhere, but either in here or maybe if i got to go somewhere in Canada, that'd be a great opportunity, and I hope I get the chance for that. But if not, I've sent some applications out and kind of locally, Michigan, Michigan State, and uh, Miami of Ohio. And then also because my, my brother John plays out on the East Coast, uh, I've looked at a couple schools in Boston. UMass. Just U- UMass or UMass Lowell? UMass Lowell. UMass Lowell, that's right. Yeah. Big defenseman out there doing well for himself. That's awesome. Yeah, that can help. And, uh, you know, when you're in school, what do you want to study? Have you thought about that yet or no? Yeah, a little bit. I, I kind of interested. I had a couple classes in economics, and that's been really interesting to me. So I've uh, looked into majoring in that, like, finance economics area. Okay. Oh, it's pretty good. Same thing with Sharky. Sharky wanted to be an economic guy, too, so we got some good numbers, guys, in both playing defense. How do you like that? Well, I can tell you, just by looking at the homework that he was doing, I think he'll do just fine because, like I said, that was that was scary. <laughs> and I think he would use that stuff in economics as most of the stuff 
you didn't hear it here, you probably don't use, right? Ben? Ben said that, not me. That was said by Ben. That's not, me. not true. Okay, so <laughs> let's say things fall in the right spot. You get uh, you know, a signing bonus because you sign with the team. What's the first thing you would do with that signing bonus? Probably put most of it away. Just be smart and invest it. That's a great answer. Like a true economist, not helping the economy, just wants to save it for himself. No, that's fine. No, no for real, and all no, that, that, that's, that's a great answer because <clears throat> yeah, most people would go eh, go buy a Lamborghini or something. But um, in today's market and climate, you never know what can happen. So it's it's, it's good to make sure you're taking and investing sure in yourself. I'm sure he studied it, and he doesn't want to repeat the same mistakes because. Steven's a smart kid. That's right. What did uh, winning a league title mean to you in, in your first year? Uh, I mean, that was awesome. That's um, We've been working so hard all year, and yeah. it's nice to – obviously, that's not the ultimate trophy we're looking <laughs> for, but, I mean, that's a nice one to just to have and just show everybody all the hard work we've been through can, can come to fruition. Exactly. I like it. Exactly. Um, that's, you know, and that's just the thing. I mean – Big win on Saturday. You got senior night coming up, but um, still a lot of hockey left to go. You know, so I mean, you just got to keep that mindset and keep doing what you're doing and um, having a heck of a year and and have come up big for us. So just you know, keep keep doing it and have a little fun here and there, though, right? You got to have a little fun here and there. Oh, absolutely. You know, maybe throwing a laugh or two. I know it can be. I know it can be a little serious at times, but I think I, I think. Uh, We've shown here we, we can get a laugh in once in a while in the program, right? Uh, yeah. We have some fun, that's for sure. That's good stuff. Well, um, that, there he is. Stephen McDonald, Mac, uh, big number four defenseman uh, for Livonia Stevenson. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, awesome having you. Great job, too. You're ready to do interviews, so uh, real nice, calm, and composed. You're awesome. Thank you very much, and good luck uh, the rest of the way. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. There he is, senior defenseman Mac on the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast. And that is going to wrap up this episode 1 0. Uh, episode 10 of the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast. Uh, ben, this, is, this has been awesome. We're here at episode 10 yeah. uh, after a big weekend, a big week coming up, senior night, uh, season's winding down. So, um, you know what, it's, it's going to be a fun, or it is a fun time right now. And so uh, a lot of good things to look forward to. So thanks for head coach David Mitchell joining us as always. Special thanks to Stephen McDonald for stopping by. Uh, he was awesome. So, um, and uh, yeah, as David, our head coach uh, David Mitchell said too, you know, special thanks to the parents and everybody of the seniors and of the entire program, the supporters. Um, it's just uh, we're very fortunate that we have a, a good group of individuals that uh, are in and around the program. Yeah. I mean, the kids are a true reflection of, of where they grew up, how they grew up. You know, the parents leave that at home. So, again, yeah, thanks to the parents for being good role models, good, good leaders, as we talked about, setting routines, you know, setting yeah. importance. Parents do that. So the parents, again, yeah, we can't thank you enough for not only the support for your son, but the support and buy-in of the program as well. So I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds for speaking on the entire half <laughs> no, of the program you know, like that. But, that's, uh, no, I think it's it, – because like you said, I mean, you're, you know, you're seeing things behind uh, yeah. the scene and, and you see how important it is 
how important these parents and families and aunts and uncles and grandmas and friends and all the people that come out to the games or people that listen to the games on Sports Radio Detroit uh, with Ben and Roger. So it's, you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun here and, and we're very fortunate. Uh, we're very blessed and um, we really, truly are, uh, you know, thankful. And really. I, I was going to say, I, I'm thankful for anyone that listens and I, I love the parents' passion because even after the game, all the parents were there, obviously, right? And they're like, they're like, hey guys, when's it gonna be up? Yeah. And they're like, in my head, I was like, you literally just saw the game. I like, know. That's like you don't need me to like describe the game. You saw it. You were there. The but well, I think it's just something. It's so cool too to to be able to hear games called, and and, and yeah. I, it just it just adds such a great effect. And and I know the parents right away because I'm a lot of times I'm up by you guys up at um in up in the stands or press box or wherever and. If there has ever been maybe a little glitch where something glitches and it, oh man, parents are first to let they you know, hey Ben, ben Roger, something's guys, going on. Guys, the lead's not working. No, yeah, but I mean, seriously, no, we love the passion, yeah. we, and we and we wouldn't know that otherwise. We yeah. honestly wouldn't. So we appreciate that. And, and the funny thing is too, like even people that aren't like you know aware that we're broadcasting, there was a group of uh, six young boys. They were maybe seven to ten years old. I. I don't think I have an audience. I try to perform like I don't have an audience. So they were actually just watching me instead of watching the game. So that's cool. That was that was pretty sweet. Good right. stuff. So awesome. Yeah, just make sure guys just you know check them out. Sports Radio Detroit. They'll have uh, you know the games coming up, and they and, will be live this time. Yeah, because yeah. we're in the friendly confines of Eddie Edgar, where it's not structural steel, yeah, hell we'll, or we'll, anything uh, like that. We'll be able to have everything on the go. So looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, so thanks again, and um, that's going to do it. So uh, thank you so much, everyone, and that's going to wrap it up. So thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care.